This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Carlos Tavares, the CEO of Stellantis, sure had a good year. His total compensation for 2023 came to $39.5 million. That's $14.7 million more than he made in 2022. And he got that money because of the record profits the company delivered last year, which was over $20 billion. The compensation includes a base salary of over $2 million, short-term incentives of more than $6 million, long-term incentives of $8 million, and retirement and fringe benefits of $2.7 million. Now, that doesn't mean that Tavares will be handed a check for $39.5 million since some of those benefits haven't vested yet, but he will take home over $25 million. And speaking of executive compensation, GM is modifying how it gives out executive bonuses. Up until now, it was based on EBIT profits and free cash flow. The Detroit Free Press reports that going forward, 60% of the bonuses will be based on those financial results, but 40% of it will now be based on hitting EV production targets, rolling out software and services, and ramping up GM crews. And right on cue, Bloomberg reports that GM Cruise is going to resume operations soon. It suspended all of its robo-taxi operations in the U.S. because one of its cars dragged a pedestrian after they were hit by another vehicle in San Francisco. Bloomberg says it will probably resume operations in Dallas or Houston, Texas. And at first it will have safety drivers on board until it determines that it's regained the trust of the public and safety regulators. GM Cruise has also been gathering data on operating in Atlanta, Seattle, Miami, and Raleigh, North Carolina, so it will likely be targeting those cities as well. Several years ago, GM CEO Mary Barra told investors that Cruise would be generating a billion bucks a year in revenue by 2025 and 50 billion by 2030. So she'll be ready to get those robo-taxis back on the streets as soon as possible. The race is on between the U.S. and China to see who leads in autonomous technology. And China is moving fast. Beijing just became the first capital city in the world to offer robo-taxi rides between the airport and downtown business districts. And it's not just a little demonstration project. Pony AI, Baidu, WeRide, and AutoX now have permission to run robo-taxis from 300 different pickup and drop-off sites in the city out to the Daxing International Airport, which typically involves trips of about 30 miles. While Ford is seeing a slowdown in demand for its electric passenger vehicles, it's a different story for its e-transit commercial van. Navin Kumar, the CFO of its Ford Pro commercial unit, says that state and local governments and small businesses are opting for the e-transit at a higher rate than the gas version. Kumar says those customer segments represent about half of Ford Pro's business, and Ford's commercial unit is a strength for the company. Last year, it made $7.2 billion in pre-tax earnings, and this year, Ford is forecasting it to grow to $8 to $9 billion. That increase will be driven by subscriptions and services, which Ford Pro expects to grow to 20% of earnings in two years.
At the Chicago Auto Show recently, the CEO of VW's North American Operations said a VW-branded pickup for the U.S. market was not in the plans anymore. But according to Ward's Auto, he was only talking about an ICE-based truck. It reports the automaker is working on its own EV pickup that will share a platform and other major components with the vehicles from Scout. And VW doesn't think it will step on Scout's toes with a different positioning and brand profile. But we think that could be hard to pull off. Engineering development for the platform is being done by Magna, and early targets include things like four-wheel drive capability, torque vectoring, and tank turns. And while VW will get a version of the truck, it's rumored that Audi will get a sibling to the Scout SUV, and they all would be built at Scout's new plant in the U.S. and South Carolina. But remember, we're talking years down the road. The Scout vehicles are currently scheduled to come out in 2026, and VW's future electric models, including the pickup, are in the early stages of design. Mazda announced pricing for the new CX-70 midsize crossover in the U.S. It starts at just under $42,000, and the plug-in hybrid version starts at $55,775. The PHEV powertrain combines a 17.8 kilowatt-hour battery with a 2.5-liter four-cylinder engine, which produces 323 horsepower and 369 pound-feet of torque. It has an all-electric range of 26 miles. The standard version comes with a 3.3-liter inline turbo six with a 48-volt mild hybrid, which produces 280 horsepower and 332 pound-feet of torque. It gets an EPA-estimated 25 miles to the gallon combined. A more powerful version of that setup is also offered, which produces 340 horsepower and 369 pound-feet of torque. Mazda says it's the most powerful mass-production gasoline engine in its lineup. All of the powertrains are mated to an 8-speed automatic transmission and are standard with all-wheel drive. The CX-70 will start arriving in showrooms this spring. PHEV sales are booming in China. While BEV sales were up 21% last year, PHEVs shot up 83%. Bloomberg reports that BEV sales fell 39% in January compared to December, while PHEV sales only fell 16%. So they're showing more resiliency. BEVs still outsell PHEVs 2 to 1, but PHEVs are more popular in smaller cities and rural areas. China's goal is to have BEVs account for 90% of all electrified car sales by the end of next year. But thanks to the popularity of PHEVs and EREVs, battery electrics only account for 66% of all electrified vehicle sales. Toyota is extending a shutdown of two production lines at two plants in Japan run by subsidiary companies until March 1st. The automaker originally suspended production at the end of January because it discovered irregularities in diesel certification tests. One of the lines builds the company's all-fard and Velfire minivans, while the other one produces the Hi-Ace van. Toyota will decide on March 1st if it will restart production. In the U.S., the state of New Jersey is offering big bucks for school buses with bidirectional charging. It launched a three-year pilot program that provides districts 
with up to $320,000 to buy an electric school bus and a bi-directional charger. They're allowed to lease or buy anywhere from two to 24 buses, and they should see their energy bills go down since they'll be using power from the buses. And even if the district doesn't want to go with bi-directional charging, they can still get $270,000 to buy or lease an electric school bus with a level two charger. But they may want to go with that bi-directional charger. Manoj Karwa at Rhombus Energy, which makes bi-directional chargers, told Autoline that school buses can earn $10,000 a year by charging when rates are low and selling that electricity back to a utility when the rates are high. BYD is coming out with an even cheaper version of its Dolphin EV. Thanks to a smaller 32-kilowatt-hour LFP battery pack, it was able to cut the price by almost 5% to just under $14,000. The model also features a 70-kilowatt electric motor and provides up to 302 kilometers or 187 miles of range on the Chinese test cycle. Other versions have options for 45 and 65 kilowatt-hour batteries, as well as a more powerful 130 kilowatt electric motor. You know, I'm pretty impressed with BYD's pricing power and its ability to expand so quickly into global markets, which now also includes Saudi Arabia. It just launched five of its models on the market and now operates in 70 countries and regions around the world. That brings us to the end of today's show and this week, and I hope that you have a great weekend. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey, and by Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.